Okay, Hayyim Yoyim Aleph Nisan, Reish Chaydash Nisan, the first day of Nisan. Um, a good Chaydash, everyone should have a wonderful month, a very, very special month of Nisan. So the, the Rebbe begins the Hayyim Yoyim with a couple of customs. First of all, he says that this entire month we do not say Tachnun, we don't say the Confession. It's, a, uh, it's somewhat of a holiday, as actually it's referred to in the Code of Jewish Law. Um, the first chapter regarding Pesach, chapter 429, um, it says, it basically explains how the first 12 days of this month was the inauguration of the temple, of the tabernacle, and when you bring a sacrifice, it's like a holiday. Um, and then that's the first 12 days of the month, and then the 14th day of the month is when all of the Jewish people brought the sacrifice of the carbon Pesach, of the Paschal Lamb, which is also considered a holiday, and then they have the eight days of Passover, another eight days, so already 21 out of the 30 days of the month are, are, are uh, holiday days, and therefore once most of the month is, is holy in that way, the whole month is treated like a holiday, and that's why we do not see Tachron this entire month. Um, number two, the, there's a custom to say the Nasi of the day. We just said that the inauguration of the tabernacle, there was sacrifices brought from each tribe. So we, we recite the tribe. And after reciting the tribe, the Rebbe says, we say Yehi Ratzin, which is a prayer, may it be God's will, that if I am from that uh, tribe, then all the energies and lights and powers of this day should shine in me and into my soul, and so on and so forth. It's a little, uh, this used to be a big question in Lubavitch and Chabad whether to say it, because the Alta Rebbe didn't include it in his Siddur, but the Rebbe here says definitively that we do indeed say the Yehiratzin may be Hashem's will. And then he adds, he says, another custom that even a Kohen and a Levi still say it. In other words, even though seemingly why would they say it? They know which tribe they're from. They're from the tribe of Levi. So what do you mean, what do you mean if, like, let's say, take, take today as an example. We say, if, I'm reading now from the text, in the English, the translation, he says that if I, your servant, am of the tribe of Judah, the Torah section of whose prince I have recited today, then, right, and then you go on and say, let there shine upon me all the holy sparks and the holy lights contained in the holiness of this tribe, and so on. To, to understand and comprehend your Torah and to fear you and to do your will all the days of my life. Um, why would a Kohen Alevi say it? So that is the core, uh, right? He knows which tribe he's from. So that goes to the final point, which is the core text of the Hayyim Yayim. He writes that my father, referring to the Rebbe Dashab, the fifth Lubavitch Rebbe, Rabbi Shalom Deivber, so the Rebbe Dashab told his brother-in-law um, Reb, uh, uh, the Menachem Hakoyin, I think that's the name. It's Haramo, uh, spelled over here. But uh, he told him to say the Hirats, even though he was a Kohen. He told him to say the Hiratsin, and he said the reason why you need to say it is because it's connected to the concept of impregnation. That one soul could be impregnated within another soul. This is a concept discussed at length in the Kabbalah. This, in the mysticism of the Teda, and it's actually ref, re, referenced in, in the book of Tanya itself, in the chapter 14, how one soul could, uh, could join onto another soul during a person's lifetime. It's a big concept in Kabbalah. For example, a person could finish their mission on earth, but, uh, so it's seemingly a person would have to die, but then sometimes another soul will join the soul to give you 
a new purpose um, in order to be able to continue uh, living. A person who's not on the level of a tzaddik, if they reach a, a level of that they work hard enough, uh, the soul of a tzaddik will impregnate itself within your soul, and then it will be possible for you to be a tzaddik, and, and so on and so forth. There's, a, there's a, this concept, um, the, uh, the, one of the reasons why we thank God for not making us a non-Jew every morning is this concept Right? Not that it's possible for you to one day wake up and not be Jewish, but you could have the uh, joining of a soul of someone who's not Jewish, with, uh, and that, would be a, that wouldn't be what you want. You want to stay on the very high and holy spiritual level of, uh, with Jewish souls, and so on and so forth. So this is a concept of Ibra, and which is why we mention, even if, even if you come from a particular tribe, you still say this, this this prayer that if I'm from that tribe and the Rebbe explains in, in talks later in later years that we actually all the tribes are connected to each other and regardless of which tribe you're from you could gain energy and connection from the from every tribe regardless the reason why we say if I'm from that tribe is because of course if you're actually from that tribe literally then it's even more revealed and even more powerful uh, for that individual, so every, so everyone who has the opportunity should say the, the say this. This it's a very powerful prayer every day throughout. Listen in the blue sedurim of the Chabad blue sedurim. It's found on page three ninety one, and it goes through for the first thirteen days of Nisan beginning today. Everyone have a wonderful month and a wonderful day.